0: Hello and welcome to a special episode of Wolves Fancast. Uh, now we're not going to talk about the W word on this week, so now you will be relieved, don't worry it's not that W word we're not going to talk about, don't worry, we won't be mentioning that at all. It's the other W word, it's the main W word for us and that's Wolves. Uh, but we're not really going to talk about that much this week because we're going to talk about a subject that's close to our hearts here at Wolves Fancast and that's mental health. Now one in four of us will experience a mental health uh, problem each year and one in six of us will kind of report experiencing some form of mental health problem uh, in any given week. And over the last kind of weeks and months as a group, some of us, as we've got to know each other, have kind of expressed our challenges that we've had in mental health either previously or currently. And we kind of as a group decided we thought it'd be good to kind of get together and talk about different things with mental health for you know a number of reasons really one to um, we think it's a good subject to talk about uh, two you know that you may be listening and have had uh, a challenge with mental health previously or now and just to show you that it's it's okay to talk about it and you're not alone in in this as well but also you may be someone who has never experienced a mental health problem and you may not understand why people feel in certain ways and hopefully through this you may get a bit more of an understanding of what those feelings are and how you know people can uh, have a challenge sometimes in their life now or previously uh, on the podcast i should mention rich is here hello everyone adam's here hello uh sharing so do not blame me for the audio is right yeah this
1: is the beard mic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and hey uh,
0: hello it's the bald and beard yeah, beard, yeah. Beard, that's right and is here as well.
2: I'm not promising to mention the other W word. My <laughs> yeah. taping. Citation there, we need to yeah. get it. Legal <laughs> disclaimer, yeah. legal disclaimer. I'm we- sure
1: we'll wrestle with a few issues on the show tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Just <laughs> we're going we're to go into a bit more depth about this in a second, gentlemen. I thought I wanted to break the ice first, because I think we all know that this is, and we'll talk about it on the show, it can be, because of how society's been in the last few years, a difficult subject, to be honest and open about it. So I thought I wanted to break the ice first and have a very short sentence answer from you gentlemen. As we're recording this podcast in mid-November, just want to quickly know, when is the appropriate time to put up a Christmas tree? Andy. Very short See, answer. If
2: it was up to me, I wouldn't bother. But my other half will piss and moan <laughs> until I get it done. But I've already seen some now. I would think anything before December is probably too early,
0: though. Okay, so mm, if you, if I was to give you kind of a time frame of, yep, you can put it up now. When when is that time frame?
2: <laughs> first of December would be acceptable.
0: First of December,
1: okay, right. Yeah, same. First first of December as you start in your first Advent calendar, then, and this applies to music on the radio as well because yes. my other half. Has a bit of boob lay on in October, you know, even going back to September. <laughs> um, so, but no, December is the cut off. It's December. We're in the month. It's coming. That's fine.
3: Adam,
1: and and, and, and no. then end after the 26th. Take it down. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
4: Adam. Yeah, December is the month of Noel. So that's, yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, some people are quite eager, aren't they? On, on, Certain estates, you see that they're up. They're up in November, aren't they? The house, the <laughs> LED lights are out. Yeah, because I'd have thought the Christmas bat signals are out. <laughs> yeah. That, that, and I, and I, and I, what are you doing? I haven't seen
1: any yet. Have you seen I've any? Seen oh, cool. see, yeah, I've seen seen Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so it's probably where you socialise. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, what are you going for? What's your Sim-
3: similar? I mean, we're quite fortunate this year that the first lands on a Saturday, so it's prime. Like yeah. you've got a Saturday. Mm. Wolves aren't playing. Uh, the, wolves are on a Friday, so you've kind of got a. You know, a weekend to get it done. So I think that's going to be the same for most people. I think probably in America, is it Thanksgiving this week? I think it's this weekend. weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so like I think it's usually for Americans, I'll kind of try and do most of it after that point. Mm. It feels weird if you're doing it in November. Like it, it's December. I feel December, like it's yeah, getting
0: you know, the, uh, the acceptability is starting to creep well, back again. i tell you what, tell
4: you it doesn't help is that now, because I work in Birmingham, I have to walk past the German market yeah. every day. Oh, yeah, and that yeah. did that, started, that, yeah. up. that, that started last Thursday. Yeah, oh, so that started, you know. We, and we, the same guy's on karaoke singing all day, as I found out. And Ooh. so every time I'm walking um, for lunchtime, he's singing his karaoke and his Noel songs. And he's also still singing when I leave yeah. work. We're oh, that's holding,
3: depressing. Yeah, we're holding a that is depressing. You know, we're holding a Christmas drinks event at work on the 29th of November, oh, okay. and okay. I don't quite know uh, how Rich, I feel. Roy, Roy I don't isn't don't... laughing at that one. Roy's just <laughs> Well, he a should call. do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't me who organised it, but yeah. I don't quite feel it, it, it's a Christmas drinks and that's awards. Like. We'll but come on, midweek yeah, as well. Yes. Right? It's, no, it's no, a Thursday. No, we tend to hold events yeah. on a Thursday. Okay, yeah. Good call, Roy. Right.
1: Shall I share it with the pod? Um, <laughs> oh, so, God, he's getting a move for yeah. a 77 club. No, no, no. <laughs> no it's fine. Tradesman. We we're waiting for an electrician to come round tonight, and he's just wrong. me to say, No, nah, I'm not going to pop round tonight. So my wife stopped in all night. She would kind of have to, because we do have a child, so we don't tend to leave the child on their own. Um, <laughs> That's good. Yeah, just to put that out there, if anyone's listening from social <laughs> services. Um, but you carry on, and I'll just text her to say, Okay. Just, you know it's all good it's do. all yeah. good in the hood no lucky tonight No <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to say that um, no I was say, mid
0: december for me always been mid december get the tree up i can't dish start december still it,
2: it was always 2 weeks before christmas yes. that's yeah. when i'm yeah. still, still of that mentality
0: and talking on Rich's point, garden centres this weekend rubbing, or next weekend in rubbing yeah. their hands for December, here we go people. I'm already time seeing time. signs
3: yeah. saying works, garden centres, yeah. Christmas trees. Other well, garden centres are available. I, I don't know why you're doing it, like, it makes sense to get it, you know, get it in your mind early,
1: but... Do, just while us away, did we discuss real or fake? No, that's a good, that's
0: no. good so topic.
1: have a quick one? Let's
0: have a quick one-word yeah. answer,
1: real or fake?
4: Uh, fake. Fake. Real. What, fake electricians or fake no, <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: <laughs> Well I know one of you <laughs> on the number. Uh
3: yeah, fake. Real of a good buy of a fake one. Real deal a baby. <laughs> <laughs> get get a cat, a video. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: Dave puts on the uh, lumberjack shirt he puts his own down <laughs> Dave's <Day's laughs> <Sound> down, down. <laughs> Day's chase
3: no run run oh, run yeah. <laughs> you yeah. seen us run it, it is it's a nightmare pets and children but Yeah, nothing
1: like that I'm sure thing.
3: I'm sure we'll do a special fan cast Christmas episode where we'll just break <laughs> down every single Christmas <laughs> one
0: and, uh, I think it's needed anyway I reckon Stu has real do you think? Yeah, I think she has a <laughs> real We'll never get it to this pod, are we? Sorry. <laughs> she, she has uh, on, look, m- m- multiple of it, yeah. Multiple yeah. the small LED ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I yeah. think um, that that's a fan casting for Christmas, isn't it, in terms of Wolves players? what Didn't they have real fake? <laughs> <mystery>? <laughs> we'll do that. And we'll let you enjoy that another time, shall we? Uh, we're going to talk a bit more about, obviously, the topic we're talking about today and his mental health. And I was trying to think of uh, an opening question in this bit of the podcast for everybody. Um, and the bit, the question I've come up with is, what is mental health like if you had to describe it as an object or an event? And for people at home who are trying to think, of, I don't know how to do that, let me kind of give you a kind of a helping hand and give you kind of an example. For me, um, previously and sometimes currently, I can experience anxiety. It's something I probably accepted more in my late 20s. Um, and I see it um, as four stages. Now, everyone, try and keep track of this one. This is where it's going to get interesting. I see it as four stages peacetime, skirmish, civil war, f- world war, right? Okay, so peacetime is what I feel at the moment. I think I'm quite happy at the moment. Nothing going on. Skirmish is when you, for me, I might have an anxiety or worry that lasts a few minutes, a few hours, a day, and it's kind of sorted there and then. A civil war can last a few days, a couple of weeks until I feel like I can get it resolved in my head the world war is literally constant mm-hmm. every you know first thing you think of when you wake up the last thing you think of when you at night the exhaustion of fighting your mind and fighting almost like a, a different person to kind of get this to make you realize that everything's okay and about four or five years ago i was at you know for war for a, a good year you know and you have to put this front on you have to kind of make people not realize that it's going you know the battle that's going through your brain uh, but that's how i see it I see it in four stages, I see it almost like a conflict, as it were. How would other people, it may not be for yourself, it may just be how you perceive it in society, but how do people see mental health as an object or an event, if you can categorise it?
2: would describe it as being at the beach, and you've got the water there, and sometimes the the, the, the tide can be out and everything's fine and it's sunny, sometimes the water can creep into the shore to shore a bit closer to you mm. and you can feel either a little bit anxious or you know, i suffer with depression so you can feel it creeping close mm. by mm. or sometimes the tide can be right in and you're up to your neck in it yeah. and it feels very difficult to try and fight against it but what i would say is that there are some people who are going to be excellent swimmers and other people who aren't yeah so the people will find when the tides in, they'll just be able to carry on as if it's normal. Whereas other people probably won't, and they'll feel a little bit like they're drowning and it's
4: too much. That's another thing. Like it's a similar analogy, but like on the levels of a bucket and how many holes are at, at the bottom of the bucket. Yeah. So like on on good days, there's loads of holes in the bucket, and the, everything, all the, the worry, i.e. the water can just drain away. But then. To the worst stages, that you'll find that the water keeps rising and the holes aren't. There's enough not can not be enough holes in the bucket to keep the water yeah. reaching the top, which is the, the overflow. At which point, that's the breakdown point, and then I'm. I think I'm kind of similar to to you, Dave, in a way in the fact because I've got like floating anxiety, so mm. it's always there or thereabouts. But sometimes, like a, sometimes
0: the... like a thought can
4: just pop in. Yeah, that's how I. And so like, I mean, mine goes back probably. What were we, about 13 years ago since I've had it mm. and um it can come and go so like, you'll go through days sometimes weeks and nothing yeah. nothing, nothing but nothing will be an mm. issue and then you have that little trigger point or the water unbeknownst it starts to fill up mm. and then you'll start you, you start to feel different well, you, you, well I guess it's different for most people but um, yeah, you, you, then you know, all the symptoms start happening, and w- which you, you kind of after thirteen years, you kind of realise when it's when, when it's happening. But at the start, you don't, and you have to kind of deal with that, don't you? you have to understand yeah. what's 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 happening. You know what's going on here I don't. Know, I've normally felt this way. or Why am I reacting this way? And it takes a while to kind of really figure it out yeah. if that's you're not if you don't know. Yeah. yeah do
1: you want to go first, Mike? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, I want to thank you. It's a strange one for me because there's varying degrees of of mental health and and I perhaps haven't been to the point where I've been um, restricted and destabilised in terms of mental health and being that restrictive to me. I've had, I mentioned this to the group, I've got a couple of really close friends who have gone through some hard times recently and I'm learning just like anyone else. I mean, when I was reading up about the different levels and different extremities and Anxiety and mental health for me sometimes is in my everyday life. When I do my job, I have to rationalise what I do. You know, my job is rationalising. That's what I'm paid for. And now and again, I get irrational fears, whereby the most um, and this probably leads into anxiety on on my level. Whereby it may sound so ridiculous, but if I'm at a restaurant and I'm going to order a meal. For one moment, I'm like, I'm not comfortable doing this. And it's really, yeah. really mm. weird. And I get uncomfortable and I speak to my wife or I'm always saying, I can't do that or I can't pick that phone up. Now outwardly, I'm confident, I'm happy, I'm all good. But I sometimes have real irrational fears. And so that's my personal experience. I mean, I've had points in my life where everything seems fantastic, and I've been depressed, and I won't say suicidal, but there there was certainly a point in my life where I was living on my own, and I thought life was great, I was going out all the time, everything was fun, and I remember being close to this window at this flat that I was living at, and I felt so, my mind was just, and I had to take myself back. Mm. And I've never got back to that window, fortunately, and I'm still trying to make sense of the whole, um, you know, because there's there's so much to it. But the the to, to answer your question, hopefully a little bit more succinctly, it, it's it's that a rational feel mm. feeling that people have. I was chatting to my friend just as, as we were way up in the car, and he was saying it wasn't so much a live event and that kind of triggered it, but there was something embedded in him that all of a sudden the most simplest and the most easiest tasks in the world were were difficult. And it's that all encompassing feeling
0: do you ever uh, just a quick do you ever have that feeling as well where once that event has gone away, you go and have this think of why was I feeling like that like, yeah, it doesn't yeah. make sense like you almost have no. an out of body experience you're like
1: what like i, I it, it, it's the like i say it's, that as an example is the most routine things you do in your life and suddenly I can't do that hmm. It could be shyness. It could be something from back as as a childhood. And it might not be as as severe as that. And as I say, I've not had it to the point where I've struggled to get up in the morning. But I still have moments where I've had to say, can you apologise to me tonight? Can you make an excuse? Because I can't put myself Mm. in that situation. Mm. And I just need that time. And I need that time. And I think when I think about it, and, you know, life events and, and, you know, you guys know I had a tough time with my daughter and what we went through. The absolute positive is in my life when I'm going through those things I don't feel I'm far off but I have certain mechanisms which I think help mm. and exercise was massive mm. for me. If I'm out of exercising or my diet or I'm not sleeping good then I feel I'm on the fringes of mm. not feeling mm. right. But running for me was amazing because it just took me to a place it's not for everyone and people find the different ways and you know and means so in terms of what it means to me at the moment I'm in a good place but I've been close to it in the past and I've brought myself back by putting those mechanisms but what I've found with people that I know is and, and it's something we've talked about and I remember Andy saying something in the group when it's, it's never really the cry of helps it's the people that seem to be getting on but there's that under bedded feeling yeah. that mm. it's not quite there yeah.
0: i think secrecy is something we'll, we'll touch yeah. on in a yeah. sec.
1: but richie wanted to Rich. say something as yeah well. i'll
3: um I'll, i mean you guys have sort of pretty much summed it up and us because i'm sorry you mentioned about we me running because that's sort oh, of gonna be wow. my, my analogy because mm. i think um you know it's kind of easy but difficult to compare mental health to physical health so the only way i can do it in my head is like compared to going for a run you know i'm most of the time I can run a five you know, I'm not as fit as I used to be, but I could put on a pair of trainers and still run a half decent five K. But there might be an occasion where I pull my hamstring halfway through. I might not be able to even get going, i feel sluggish, and for me that's what it can be like. So most of the time it's fine. Mm. And I can just breeze through it without a care in the world. It's just half an hour of my life. Other times I've got halfway through and just gone and just stopped. Mm. No matter what um, you do, you can't yeah, get. I it. it's, yeah, I think it's it's really interesting that uh, I, I struggle with like I, I'm. It feels that um, I, to be fair, both Adam and Dave, you seem almost quite I say matured to the fact of them sort of being able to break it down sort of mm. for different stages. Because for me, I said it to Beth the other day, like I feel like I've got two very separate two mental states, and it's either I am top of the world, I am. Rich, I I can just do whatever. Yeah. I will walk in and I will be, you know, outgoing and just completely. I was going to say shine. That feels like very, on it yeah. as it. Yeah, 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 I'll just be completely mm. on it, or I won't be, mm-hmm. and I will just be completely sluggish and not be in a right frame of mind to do anything. Uh, but I can probably. I'm probably not quite there emotionally. To actually, there are parts in between those two ends of a spectrum that I don't necessarily. I'm not at a point where I can pick up. Mm, you I can't identify. I guess, yeah, you know, and like, yeah. I'm sure they're there. Oh, no, they must be there. But yeah, it's quite interesting to sort of see that you kind of not necessarily know. Mm. I think that's because it's sometimes hard to kind of get. In and out of those mm. moments, I think it's what Roy but,
0: said before about rationalizing. So, yeah. I think you're able to mm. well, what me and Adam just talked about, they're able to kind of understand the the trigger points. And I think we can understand mm. it, but it's just mm. trying to mm. um, manage it, I think, is and then knowing how to manage it. And it's very forward. tricky to know how to manage yeah. it. I mean, mm. you yeah. can,
4: I've done on sessions, CBT stuff, all that, and it's still it's not. It's not the case if you realise it and you go, right, I know it's there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just goes away, anything yeah. but. Anything but you've just got to learn to somehow cope with what with what's going on and then everyone's got their own things that mm. they do. So and like there's exercise, there's for example, so many different ways of doing it. Like yeah. you said, CBT, mm.
2: group therapy, one-on-one therapy, drugs, everything. You know, there's so much available for mm. people to mm. actually get that help they need.
0: I feel like, Judgment, we're on the first of a little segue... Off this for a second. I want to segue to walls for a second. I know okay. so we we're not going to make it very Ooh. much, and very briefly. I'm going to say this to you: Walls 4, Leicester City three. What a bloody day that was! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I know this, this. This game. It came to me the other day because the one overriding memory of this game, and I want to just quickly hit everybody's other overriding memory of this game, is the post-match interview. With the Leicester City manager Mickey Adams. Mickey Adams. Yeah. Where, I, remember, I remember this actually. Where I remember as a kid watching it on Sky Sports News, <coughs> the interviewers doing his questions. He was, you know, the Mickey Adams was answering them, and I can remember watching it going, "But yeah, like he looks, re- he looks like shocked. He looks like the mm. world has ended." And right at the end, the interviewer said something like, "Mickey, you, you look like you're in shock." And like he was like, yeah, yeah, I am. I just can't believe it. I just, I, the overriding—I just remember—and mm. for some reason, that's always stuck mm. with me. Mm. I've never seen a football manager post match look that kind of, almost like the world has been taken from him. It was ridiculous. I remember just in a, some ways mm,
4: the way we like, looking at him was just powerless. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was literally—he's a man who just couldn't stop what was happening, and it, he just couldn't process it after after the game. He's like, and the interview—he's—I don't know if you can still find it online anywhere, but you might be able to, but. Yeah, when you look at him, it's just—it's like he's been asked questions, but he doesn't even know what he's saying. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's in the third
3: person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's in the, it's it the was almost scene. like PTSD, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it was so shell shocked. He like yeah. needed like one of those foil blankets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, has everyone
0: else got any overriding memories of that, of that day?
3: I do because um, I, for some reason, it was the—I st- know where it was. It was the start of the October half term, and for some reason, we decided to go on holiday as a family so I missed the game <laughs> and we listened to the first half an hour on the no the first half on the radio until we got out of range of BBC WM and missed the second half of the radio <laughs> <laughs> until we got to the place just, yeah so yeah I, I missed the greatest kind of game of that like little era of, of that year of Wolves been in the Premier League I think so, I was at work
2: it was during the period of time when I would have been working Saturdays yeah. and so I didn't get to see as much um, as I wanted. I had
4: a season ticket in the Steve, John Ireland stand, as it yeah. was then, um, J7. And then um, everyone everyone was just queuing up to leave at half-time. Honestly, there was like there was a bigger queue to just go at the turnstiles <laughs> and they were for the toilets. Not, that's not far off an exaggeration. And
0: you, uh, you stuck your ground and said, don't worry, we, lads, we're going to do it. No, they <laughs> won't, Adam. They're not no. gonna come back. Well, come, I Michael. used to, I used to always
4: go. I used to go and see my my friend, and I think, I think she sat on like J four or something. And then I, 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 I just didn't bother. I thought I just, I just was the, as I'll come and come you later. I, just, I thought, what's the point? Both phrase I will use for later on. <laughs> I just thought, what's the point? Because I thought there's nothing. I, I just sat there. Just thought, well, this, 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 this is just gone. And then I used to sit behind some. I used to sit in front of some chaps from Eversham, and then. When the fourth goal went in, it was just like... I sp- spoke to them, I started getting to know them, but like you said, have a big embrace, like you've been friends yeah, for the whole, your yeah. whole life, and you just d- diving into the aisles. I don't and think it. the
1: term limbs was even known back then, <laughs> yeah. was it?
3: it no. <laughs> but it is the right occasion yeah, for yeah. it, exactly. I,
1: I, I remember, I had a season ticket, I was in the opposite stand in the Billy Wright, my dad, and similar to, to Price there, I do genuinely remember people leaving, looking for the doors and asking the steward you know,
3: can I can I go, you know, and I take
1: the side exit, yeah, there you go, there you go, and it was quite empty by the second half, but um, momentum is like massive, isn't mm. it, and, and it was just, even that first one, you just knew, Yeah, you didn't want to say anything, because you kind of like, you know, it's like when Daddy Baker talked on his podcast, like nothing can go wrong now, it was like, but you just knew it was coming, you just knew, and it's, um, it's a great parallel to using this. That's clever what you've done using it in this episode because, you know. Yes, it's clever, yes. It <laughs> no, it is. That's what I meant. No, it is because I can see what you're getting at. And, and, and that's emotion, isn't it? And that's pure, unadulterated mm. emotion. And then it's kind of got, being defeated, it's going, fucking hell, what is happening here? Mm. And then coming away elated, and that's kind of mm. what light well, lighting if, away. If you think that?
2: about Paul Lambert's tenure at Wolves. Just to say, when he joined Wolves, everyone was saying that he looked trim, he looked yeah. happy, he's up for it. By the time he left, he was a fat bastard. He was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just destroyed him that six-month mm-hmm. period yeah. he was there. And I think being a manager and mental health must go back in hand. You can uh, see, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, see yeah.
3: how stress can impact a yeah. person, mm. especially because you see, yeah. like, you see them almost on a weekly basis on a Saturday afternoon. It, it's so odd that you can just mm. see the deterioration I know, yeah, from, yeah but, mm. I was going to say transformation but, <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's the same that's the um, same for
0: Lambert when he was at Villa yeah
3: yeah. Mm. You, that, that
4: whole transformation
3: for him there was yeah. incredible to be
4: fair so sometimes although I, I, I never really liked the bike that much but the the, the latter years of, of Wenger at Arsenal you should just look at him and just feel sorry for him because mm. everyone wanted him out he wasn't where the team wanted to be mm. nothing was really going his way relatively speaking and Sometimes a press conference, he was just getting asked. So when are you, when are you leaving? When are you yeah, going? Are yeah. They're going to drive you out. When are you yeah. going? And just he, looking, mm. and he must think I've got to ask, answer this question every mm. week. And every pre-match, like, every post-match, oh, yeah. and it just it grinds shows, you down. Know, yeah, and
0: it shows you you don't know, you don't know what people are thinking and feeling, and it can come back to mental health. There. If you if he's being asked that question every single week,
3: what's he feeling inside? He's like, why are you yeah. asking me that? Yeah, I mean, you know, you imagine if someone was asking you on a weekly basis, so. When you're quitting your job, Andy, <laughs> just yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah. and it, like I, I know it, it, it's a tough one, and it kind of links back in because, spe- particularly in football, like the amount of pressure they're under, like I, I, I definitely know I don't have the mental res- resilience mm. or fortitude to be able to put up with, you know, that scrutiny and do your job. I know we get well paid, but. To have that sort of intensity around you, and it's a different oh, yeah. one, isn't it?
0: It's, it's media intensity at all, knowing that your life—if unless you're very clever with it—your life can be broadcast everywhere. And, uh, it's and, even
2: for you know Joe Public as well. I mean, you think of—I hate to say his name—but Jamie O'Hara's time at Wolves. It was well, going horrendously. He was getting—I don't know if he was getting spat at, but he was getting people, mm-hmm. you know, confronta- uh, confronting him when he's with his child. Yeah. That kind of I been mean, an easy thing to Did you read Coke. the
3: interview he gave? I think a couple of, last week or a week before when he was saying that when he was injured, he, he wasn't playing, but he still wanted that lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, he got he'd going on nights out. He wanted a buzz. Didn't he he they, wanted yeah. that bit of a buzz, and whatever. Think about the guy. I, I I get it to a certain extent, yeah. and you know, you look at the amount of footballers, and you know, even they say Joe Public, who they they're searching for that thing to kind of spot like you know whether it's drink drugs exercise you know they're mm. looking for that adrenaline just to mm. kind of make them feel alive and I, I can see you know you know some of the sorry states you, you know the examples we could list like gaza um you know um well the main one would be gary speed wouldn't it because yes. yeah well,
4: that something wasn't processing right with him mm. Mm. yeah i mean we'll um, talk about secrecy that was some that just
0: well, it's a good it's a good tangent to start yeah. on. Mm.
4: Well, I was, was going to say because I didn't really touching it later on there, but about like the celebrity bit or football yeah. bit yeah. and with footballers especially, they don't they don't get any any slack from fans, be- and the and the money thing is used as reason number yeah. one. Mm. You look anywhere, and you'll see if someone, if a player comes out and even wants to admit, you know, they're they're struggling mentally. Yeah. What's the first thing that gets says back gets to back? You're on two hundred grand a week. You, yeah. sh- you should be happy. And, you, yeah.
0: know, you know, I think I don't if anyone's listened to it here, but I'd recommend people to listen to it when you listen to it. Is the, the the recent old gold club mm. podcast from Wolves of when we we're recording was with Scott Goldburn at the start. He talks about mm. that. He talks about that kind of that the footballers can't really open up about. They can't,
4: and yeah. it gets thrown back in the first time. You're, you're on a lot of money, so you should be fine. What's the problem? Yeah. That's, not, that's not how it works. Yeah, yeah. So mm. It doesn't matter if you're on five pound a week or five hundred grand a week the money doesn't affect what's up here yeah, and you how what, what, yeah. how the well, chemicals I mean, in your brain
3: work you know, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. that's not how it works it's different pressures we yeah. all go through different pressures in life and yes footballers get paid a lot of money but they are, they are beliefs, you know, yeah. beliefs, we talk yeah.
3: about sort of, you know, a lot of we, we talk about this a lot of work for, you know your physical health is on par with your mental health by and large mm-hmm. but mm. you know a footballer can't necessarily be you know they might have a dodgy knee it might be hereditary they can't help it that you know, the, the, their ACL might go, and you'll still you'll see people comment. Well, he's on 100 grand a week. What? Why should his ankle break? Mm. And it's the same with. It's the same. Surely, when you're yeah. suffering a, why has he got an influx of dopamine? Or yeah, yeah. you wouldn't yeah. question so, that, would yeah. you? Yeah, it's yeah. You know why? Why does he have ICD yeah. yeah, I, I want
0: to go back onto mm. secrecy and talk about it that a bit more. You know, in perhaps I don't know whether it's been a generational thing, but it's always we get the sense of mental health that it's a thing where you've got to keep it to yourself, really, and you've got to put up a a persona or an act for it. For it, why why is that? Do we think? Because I think we are being more open in society now about it, but there is obviously still this sense of we've got to hold back personally. Is it a fear of perception? Is it a fear of how we're perceived with our friends? Without do we? Is there a fear that our friends may think less of us or? They might think, in this way, they think we're a bit soft, or or we can't ask Dave to do that because you know Dave, he, he he might he might get rude yeah. about it. Uh, why why say think, that? Think, sense?
3: I think there is uh, sort of a misinterpretation sometimes. You yeah. think you know, j- just because you're like that occasionally and it hits you at certain points, doesn't kind of detract from you know the ninety five percent of the time. Mm. Um, I think yeah,
4: I, I think. I could be wrong on this, but i think it, it depends on the industry you're working in as well mm. Mm. so for me and and i i work in a corporate sector I, for for a large company we've got things in place where if something's affecting you you can if there's an employee assistance program you can mm. use mm. and another means but i would and i wouldn't know so I'm, I'm not in this industry but i imagine if you're Dave, the builder on the building site, and you're struggling mentally. Mm. Do you re- do you think they they be comfortable opening up to all the lads on the site? They got a problem. Yeah, no. I, would, I, would, I yeah. would. Yeah, I would tend to think that they're probably gonna give you a bit of grief about it and probably take mm. the piss out of you. I, I mean, I don't know. That's me. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm guessing um, there, but you know, we've got we've got an airwork. We've got you know places you can go, click on, and look at people you can speak to. We've got yeah. all the, the support networks there. Basically, what I'm trying to say. Mm. But would that support network be there in other? Industries, it, it, yeah. will be hard, and and co- like yeah, yeah. Companies
0: see, will probably are uh, trying to do more in different sectors to tackle that. But the point still stands in, in a lot of places. It, there is probably a, yeah. probably so not, there this, may not yeah. be a support. The network secrecy there. will be there,
4: won't yeah. it? You yeah. know, yeah. place, because I don't yeah. feel
1: comfortable in opening up to uh, anyone here. It, I think it's a culture thing, and I think you've 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 all alluded it to there. I think going back briefly to the last discussion when you guys were discussing there, I was thinking about money, the wealth, and football, and how that ties in. and I think the biggest example we had at the start of this generation was was Stan Collymore. And I remember really succinctly, um, I think John Gregory was the manager at the time and came out basically to say, how can Stan Collymore be miserable when he's earning 42 grand a week? And that wasn't that long ago. Mm -hmm. And at the Mm -hmm. time, and I hope he cringes on those words now because they seem so misguided and so far off the, the, the point as price. And you guys have mentioned that. It isn't a relevance to to wealth. It isn't a uh, relevance to job or occupation. I think in terms of secrecy, yes, the um, you know the stigma and the you know the industries. If you talk in sort of um, engineering, or you know we work in a, an area which is predominantly with you know engineering and. And, and sort of blue collar work, and I think it, it is difficult. And, and you know, the the podcast you referred to when Chris Ulima was talking about the whole phrase, manning up and so mm. forth, and I think that all, all all links in. So I think it is easier now, but I think what interests me on, on mental health, um, and when I've talked to people uh, of their experiences, it's not specific potentially to a life event or how you're doing at that time. Mm. A Mm -hmm. friend of mine who's recently been going through it says, right, my life's fucking brilliant,
3: I've got a good job,
1: you know, I've got a partner, I'm happy and I don't know why I'm feeling like (laughs) this. Yeah, You know, so it's, whilst there there could be circumstances in one's life that trip you to be something, um, perhaps the secrecy is saying, I'm not going to tell people because they're going to think, "Are you mad?" Yeah, it's your It's almost that? like and the it's like yeah. the embarrassment, is yeah. it? To yeah, say, I mean, I,
0: yeah. someone to turn around and go, mm-hmm. "What?" It's this again. It's this kind of misconception of how you react to someone. Yeah. But it mm-hmm. would be that case of, "Why are you feeling but, down?" Was, look yeah, at mm-hmm. what, look say, what's going
3: who, for yeah. you. You've kind of hit the nail on the head? I mean, like, look at me. I'm twenty-six. Uh, you know, at the age of twenty-five, I was married, bought a house, had a pretty good job. Like, you know, mm-hmm. mm. from the outside, like, well, wh- why would I? Yeah. Why would yeah. I be What's... stressing about literally anything? Mm. And it's well, because I've you... got married, I've bought yeah. a house, yeah. and, I, and <laughs> okay. I've actually got quite a good job that actually demands a level of responsibility at a very. And but do, you,
1: do you think, Rich? Though, do you think you you were kind of like, well, hang on, this isn't this isn't me. I shouldn't be in this category because of those things. Because you know, it, it's hard because I mean.
2: I think that's Part more of, of your, an, an external view of it yeah, yeah i would imagine I people would look at that from the outside and think why are you yeah stressed or, or whatever it is that you might be suffering with at the time whereas you yourself you would understand it more but i think yeah. i think you can take an
0: external view of yourself though i think you can mm. look at mm. it and go like you talking on there right you can go hang on a second this is all going for me why am i feeling yeah. like this yeah, like yeah. it doesn't I make think, sense mm, come mm, on think, like you're almost in the sense come on yourself snap out of yeah. it yeah but it, yeah i think it's what you allude with the, the football analogy it doesn't matter how perceived life is going or people think life is going there may you know mm. you, you can have your own struggles for your own reasons and that is okay to have
4: answer me this how long have you had that mattress? Because it's looking even lumpier than my lockdown love handles. And while those might be more cuddly, a lumpy mattress is doing nothing for your comfort levels or your sleep. So whatever body you're rocking, put it on a Nectar mattress. And right now you can save over
0: $500 on any queen or king bundle. That includes a Nectar mattress, foundation, mattress protector, cooling pillows, and sheet set, as well as our 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com save 500 and get hugged.
1: and maybe it's been there since the start of the ladder you know if you talk about football maybe you start a club you may have this and and it just doesn't come out it doesn't surface. it's always there so there's no correlation between particularly how successful or how Mm. things aren't Mm. going bad but it's there and it's like right maybe I've fought this and maybe there are certain lifestyle choices or maybe you just can't fight these things or maybe there's certain things where things have got in the way but I've had a moment and oh it's got me now it's caught with me I think Mm. for me like
3: part of it is like things happen in your life that impact it and impact how you are so I I lost my dad at a relatively young age you know he passed away what five years ago this month yeah and you know that was you know he had a not to go on a bit of a sob story, but no, actually no, no. Like, mm-hmm. you know he had a couple of years um battle with cancer and died when I was at university and you know people would ask you know how you are, and you know it was you know when things are going well, everything's fine mm. Mm. when things aren't and it could just be something really minor, so like at university, it would be like getting a bad grade on a paper, and suddenly that was just yeah. like absolute I was going to say car crash a bit yeah, like yeah. and it would take like I'd have to you know I'd have a routine where I'd call I'd call Beth my wife and we'd chat on the phone for a bit I'd then have to call my mum and chat to her for mm. a bit and then call at least one of my nans because I'd know at that point I'd probably had enough reassurance mm. to talk and, you down yeah and it wouldn't be like and you know I would just need to talk to someone mm. hear about what's going on with them and set me straight. And sometimes um, it's just
0: getting yeah. that off your chest. That yeah. kind of it's like a weight, and you're just able to go, oh, yeah. At least yeah. I can just get it out rather than being and, in my head. Transfer it from my head to my mouth.
4: Yeah, and, and like because you, you can catastrophize things if you keep yeah. speaking to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. that's what I mean. That's what I do. Yeah. If I, if I don't, don't have anyone to talk to, and I talk to myself essentially. So yeah, that's yeah. Never, yeah. Like, and it's yeah. Ne- no, it's never a great thing because then yeah. you just ruminate on things again yeah. over and, and over. And again. it's almost
0: like I don't know. It's almost like your mind is a different person, and he's mm. battling mm. on that thought. And it's all, it's like why I talked about the war kind of thing before. It is like a battle with someone, mm. and you're yeah. trying to say, you know, I'm going to win. And well, no, you're knocked out. You know, it's it's that two way, and that's why I think it's mm. so good to yeah. talk because someone else will yeah. give you not just that reassurance, but okay, this is what you need to do. Yeah. For okay. example, this is your Which, game plan now. You know, I, I'm. So. Yeah. I,
3: sure most of you will sort of know I'm really fortunate that my wife's actually very understanding about it and she has a you know she has to deal with her own stuff as well which isn't definitely not my time or place to talk about it here on this platform but actually she you know if I am struggling a bit she she knows exactly what I say just to put me straight and usually that's what it is and it's not a man up it's a very much you no know, this is who you are Richard you know, mm. yeah. y- you can do this, and you know you can do it because you know you, you do it, and yeah. you'll just have you'll do this every eight weeks, and you know it's that's kind mm. of how it is. I mean, in terms of being secretive about it, um, I-, I was trying to work this out earlier, so sort of trying to work out how open I I am or want to be about certain things because I'm not necessarily a big fan of putting a lot of um, health stuff I think that's the easiest way health stuff on social media mm. um, like that doesn't quite sit right with me you know um, you know come back to my dad like I, I know he'd have been fuming if I was like yep yeah, just dropping dad off to have chemo and like because I know that would have like made him really upset but for me I wouldn't necessarily want to put something like I'm struggling on social media mm-hmm. the same way I probably wouldn't say ah twisted my knee playing football and that's kind of how I mm, yeah. rationalise it And but if someone asks me so why are you limping oh I injured my knee playing football and someone asked me a bit like because apparently and I didn't quite realise this a few the people I work with um, I just think I'm being fine usually at, at lunch I'll be on my phone on Twitter um, as, as you do um, but a couple of people said you've been really quiet the last uh, week or two rich at lunch you haven't said a word and it kind of hit me like a bit of a ton of bricks for mm. i'd not been amazing i'd not been great mm. but actually they like no because you usually talk you might be on your phone but you do engage with the conversation so it's like well what's going on mm. here and to be fair i'm almost polar opposite to adam who works for quite a big company we've got what 12 in We've got 16 staff overall, of which 12 are in one office. So we're quite a close-knit bunch. Mm. And if someone ain't right, you y- can tell. You can yeah. tell. Yeah. Sometimes
2: it's difficult to see those times when you're feeling yeah, Because you? mm. you're, you're in the middle of it. <clears throat> so you often don't see. It's quite, yeah. I know, as you can say, I'm quite childish, but I know that if I haven't read a comic book for a while, not that mm. comic books make me feel happy, but I know, shit, there's something wrong. Why mm. haven't I done that? Why haven't I had the, the want yeah. to do yeah, yeah. it? So, mm. I recognise that as an indicator to me that I haven't done that. Is there something I need to think mm. about mm. or sort out?
0: I think mm. I want to kind of make clear as well that, you know, yes, society I think is getting better in, in opening and talking about it, but we're not here saying, right, everyone, you've got to now let all your no. feelings out. People are allowed to, to themselves to be as open or as close mm. about it.
2: Sometimes isolation is a good thing. Sometimes yeah, you feel yeah. you need to take yeah. yourself you away need, from yeah. everybody. Yeah. I think the, thi- the thing is repair. that
0: it, it's, it's more that. It is it is okay to talk about it, you know. If you feel yeah. you need to, mm. you don't have to be as secretive. If, if you don't want to be, if that makes mm. sense, It depends how it works for the person. doesn't Yeah, it? exactly. I mean, yeah, like, yeah.
4: Secrecy wise, I mean, Hoops has known me a long time, and I I rarely have ever talked about yeah, yeah. my struggles yeah. really, and mm-hmm. that's purely something that I've just chosen. Because I've chosen oh, to, because... I've chosen to not really mm. talk about it that much yeah. because. I'm f- primarily, going back to the start, I wasn't sure what people would 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 yeah. think. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, thirteen years on now, i will be like, I'm, I'm more happy to. Well, I'm talking about it now, yeah. so I'm quite happy, so I'm yeah. happy to, yeah. to to be open about it. Um, I, f- f- I would like to think you know for if, if spoken about it openly now in the pub, but I don't think anyone really number. No. Mm. I, yeah. no, I think people would a And I think I
1: think it's a tricky one because I think you know, um, yeah, I mean. T- crisis scenario you can allude to it and you're kind of aware of it and I've got other friends but you don't want to be that guy who pries either you kind of know it's a real delicate balance which I find difficult whereby I don't want to go are you okay and and dive too much in, into it and be like I'm kind of here because I don't want to patronise yeah does that make sense yeah because you know I, I so you just kind of like, you know, you just want to say to everyone, and we've got a great group around this table and, a, and, a, and an extension of that where we all get on really well. Mm. Um, and it's and it's fantastic, I love it. And, you know, and and I guess really what, what we all want to say to everyone who are close family and friends is we we perhaps won't pry because you've all got what you've got, you know, on your on your minds and to mm. deal with, but we are there. We do want to have a chat and it's cheesy as hell. I mean, give a shit, but we yeah. do. But because it's difficult because people are going through things and you don't always know and you don't always pick up the signs and sometimes I feel shit thinking I should have known because mm. I've had friends in my life mm. who've gone through it and I've gone god I, I really should have just clocked there was something that wasn't right mm. and you feel fucking shit about it but it's it's difficult so you know I think that the key is, is making sure that we're all not educated but socially aware to say if Adam or whoever wants to talk about things that we're kind of here, mm. and do you think we might yeah. not pry because we don't feel that's appropriate? But you it's you feel not that we don't yourself, care, care then but it's yeah. 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 Well, this
0: this kind of leads onto that, yeah. which I don't know if it's a stereotype from kind of our point of view that let's put it in the scenario: Adam and Roy. Adam, you said something, you opened up to Rye about something, mm. and would Rye I'm saying the stereotypically here, think okay, I'll talk to Adam, I'll talk to you about it, and in the back of the head, would would people, and I'm just again here being like. Right, so okay, I've I've talked to him. about that, That's fine. But is he is he going to call me tomorrow and ask me again? No. And is he going to call me again the next day? And then how am I going to? Mm. Is there a, could there be a sense of awkwardness for people who are who you I don't know you open up to someone and then you may feel a bit like I I don't know how if they I think feel, you see what so. So. Crazy. I yeah. Think,
1: yeah, I think it's a, it's more it's more about saying this is what I'm dealing with and I'm you know you're aware of it. I don't want to breach any confidences here because I've got a few mm. friends who are mm. dealing with certain situations but there was a situation in a friend's life recently which I didn't know why they were being difficult with me mm. and mm-hmm. I really didn't know and I was like, the penny's going to drop in a minute because they're being awkward with me. <laughs> um, so, so it's difficult until... But they told me the reason why and... I was like, shit, I get it. So yeah. it, it, it is difficult unless you mm. know. Mm-hmm. So so what I then didn't do was, no, I didn't call and check in. Is everything okay? But you're just aware. Yeah. So when you're in certain circumstances where maybe you may be a little more jovial about a sensitive issue, which mm. they've made you aware of, you take that back or you mm. protect them and go, actually, I'm not going to put them in that situation yeah, yeah, yeah. because I know. So it's not, potentially following up all the time it's just being aware guys mm. i'm going to handle this a little bit differently because you've told me and i you know. know a few few
0: years ago i had a a friend of mine who out of the blue called me and and opened up about something they were they were dealing with and we spoke about it for a, a few days over the phone and then it, it was resolved um, and i remember my wife saying to me you know that's Quite two things. So quite a bold thing for him, who's probably never spoken to you about that, before to call you and open up about that. Mm. But also, how much must that person trust you that they are opening about yeah, you? They know yeah. you're not going to really talk to anybody else about it, um, and that you know you don't have to was, bring it up again. Yeah, you mm. just know. Saying, you, might just, just you, arms, you might just. You might just say, "Is everything all right?" And yeah. then that's it. Yeah. You carry mm, on. Yeah. There's never need. In a sense, there never needs to be. A conversation about it again, unless they want to have that yeah. conversation again. I say, and I think maybe if people feel awkward about people opening up to them, realise that that's quite a bit of an honour, really, mm. that someone trusts mm, you that much. much. Yeah, the absolutely. eyes in a family potentially, that they mm. that they feel comfortable yeah. in your presence to say, "Look, can I can I
3: chat to you about this?" I was going to say that that would be that's my sort of ethos with anything like this. I, I'm I'm not the sort of person I, I text one person a day my wife I, I barely like i don't necessarily just text all my friends seeing how they're doing on a daily basis but if someone has you know trust me enough or is willing to open up about something i don't call you know at that point if you wouldn't need to call me up at two in the morning yeah or text me throughout the day um you know that doesn't that that will not bother me and if they, because yeah. you know for them to take that step it is yeah. so hard. And sometimes, like, um, you know, my my a family friend, he he had on and off like he'd been struggling with bits of anxiety and went off to university. And it was only in Birmingham. I work in Birmingham. I sent him a couple of texts a few weeks before saying, "Listen, let me know when you're free for I'll let you settle in," and. I gave it a little bit of time because I thought, you know what, I'll let him settle in. And I like, I ended up being with, away with work and then sent him a text on Monday and then got a text from my mum about a day later saying, you know, he's dropped out of uni. So he just couldn't, it just wasn't him. The moment he basically got to uni, he said, this is just too much for mm-hmm. me. And for I, I was really upset for a couple of days because. You know, I've known him all his life, mm. and hell, going for a pint with me probably wasn't going to solve the issue. But part of me sort of thought, you know, and I, I, I sent him a text, and I sent his brother a text as well afterwards, sort of saying, you know, listen, call me if you need anything, and spoke mm. to his brother, and you know, there's nothing you can do, and there's, you know, then it sort of stems into me going like, well, I should have just called him.
1: A yeah, but it's difficult, you, rich, and, and, you know. Yeah, but, it's it's, and it's kind of what Andy alluded to earlier about isolation as well. Because when I've been going through a tough time, I don't want people ringing me all the time that's gonna be how I am. Because that can work mm. in the opposite effect yeah. <laughs> as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that's that's the difficulty. Because yeah. and I know it's out of kindness, and I know it's out of sincerity. But you know, when there's been points in my life where I've been going through shit. Um, it's kind of just saying, and, and that's really difficult because people respond differently. Because mm. somebody might be like, no, call me all the time, please. Yeah. Mm. And others might be like, so, don't. Yeah. So it's like, the, the, there's times where, you know, I've been going through a hard a time at home with my wife. And my wife's been like, she's been really supportive. And I'm like, I don't want I don't, to, yeah. you know, and it's no disrespect to her because she's amazing. And I worship her. But... D- I have to have that time away and go yeah. I don't want you right now I don't want anyone I need that time yeah, away yeah. but it's so difficult for that person mm-hmm. because yeah. she'll check in and go oh, are you alright and I go no, I'm just in the pub what? I'm on my own I'm on my own because I want to be I'm actually yeah. okay mm-hmm. but that's tough so it's really difficult to All kind of, oh, you, I, I, we're not Professionals here, and we have to state this, and, and what works. No, we do We've that to do <laughs> with the skulls, no, no, <laughs> just Keep yeah. yourself right. No, because what, what what works for one person might not yeah. work for it. So I'm not here to give advice. And that's what, that's, yeah, that's that's what we're trying now. to say is that people you know, have their preferences certain ways. Yeah. Yeah. Bit, yeah. So, some people might go, I get it. So, and you just have to manage and kind of yeah. try yeah. and understand. You yeah. know, if so you
2: ever listen to Griefcast, the, the no. Carrie Ad Lloyd podcast, it's about dealing with bereavement and Shafstanas other the celebrity yeah. and dealing with bereavement. Mm. What I find fascinating is that is that no, the Radio no, 2 one is
1: that No, the it's on? No. Uh, I think she's oh. been on Radio 2 recently. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. On podcasts, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Um but it's it's amazing how everyone's going through the same bereavement thing but it's completely different for everybody. Mm. Yeah. There's there's no two people who do the same cause it's the seven steps isn't it bargaining yeah. and Yeah. But, but actually that's thrown out the window. You probably hit all seven of them but at different stages, and, and I just a, find that incredible. It's that
3: it's different timescales as well. Like yeah, me, me and Beth were chatting about it yesterday, and it, it sounds stupid, but I'm still in a level of <coughs> denial about my Dad's passing five mm. years ago. Mm. And that's a really and that's thing, thing to, to say. Do. It's mm. still a mm. step in the process. Um, I think, yeah, pe- people
0: deal with health in their own ways, and they, you mm, know, yeah. and I think it's just in some ways, it, it again, that's just okay. I think it's sort yeah. of, there's not a set way, and that's fine. There's not a yeah, set way. I, gonna yeah. say, I
3: think it's a personal reflection of things that you've gone through as well when so you know i've got a friend who you know after my dad died he texted me every single day for about six months and it was mm-hmm. how are you doing or it was about wolves and like to a point where i was like mate you need to stop like i get it but I uh, you know I, he might even be like adam like he well big wolf family still sit to the games together and i cannot love him enough for that Show of care mm. more than anything else because yeah sometimes you do want to be alone and me and me and Beth have this thing where we call it separate um, together but alone time so we could just be on opposite sofas just doing opposite things but you know I'm in my zone she's in hers but yeah to have some like care that much like just hammer you every day mm. to You're right like, it's still I'm better not, to have that yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I completely get what you mean that sometimes yeah. just to have that point where you can just mm. you know and for yourself i'm guessing and for me running Mm, it mm, just because you you do just Mm. it it, you Mm. know i I prefer playing football to running don't get me wrong but just that point where you can zone out and a weird kind of it's gonna say a coping strategy it's gonna sound almost not that Real positive actually doing actually doing a podcast every week well this is what i go back to the Um, the the
0: world war thing i mentioned before yeah when I, you know, I was at, uh, some of you guys might not have even been on the show, but Richie might have been on mm. it when this was going on with me. But, you know, when I did this show, it was that it was that one hour for that one week where I literally forgot about yeah. everything. Mm. Was that was I, it the
1: structure, Danny? Was it because it I was not like it, it, it could happened, have been. Yeah, I think yeah. because
0: my mind was like, I'm doing a podcast, mm. um, I know what we're talking about, I really enjoy it, mm. and, mm. just, I, and I also need to concentrate yeah, on trying so. to make sure the show yeah. is structured mm. and we... we we don't go off too many tangents.
3: I was just focused You're solely almost, on that. You, you start to become Dave, and, the producer, yeah, rather than But Dave, also, it uh, made me think, it,
0: when, when that happened, I was like, it was almost like I was back to the person that I knew I was. Yeah. you know what I were. And as soon as it ended, it was almost like Andy's analogy, just the wave comes back. Yeah. Mm. But it was such a, that's why I... Um, you know like doing this show so much over the years as well because you know in in such a tough period in my life it was almost a saving yeah. it was a me mm-hmm. I, like, yeah.
4: I think people go and like find their own means I mean like you have exercise people do meditation mm. or other thought like yoga and stuff other people and it it seems weird but it's not some adults actually get adult colouring books yeah. And it, sound, Honestly, it sounds the yeah. same no, people no, get people I've got get one. their yeah. people get their of, and it's really good it's really yeah. good thing that people <laughs> yeah. find oh, people find therapeutic people really find therapeutic because it's just something that they can just put their mind on and just do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah. sometimes I, I've off even, off and, Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like sometimes I've I just grab my son's coloring book and like I'll just do one of his pages. That's why yeah it's fine just to sit there and just sit and do it and just just take your mind off for 10 15 minutes. That's why I
0: love watching films like turn the lights off, watch a, a film like a sci-fi film, because mm, it's yes. that sense of escapism. Mm. Um, you know, like, as silly as it sounds, like with Doctor Who being on Sundays now, I'll record it, I'll watch it later on with Catherine, and it's just this sense of, for 45 minutes now I can just out. escape yeah. that world and watch something yeah. and be immense t- in that world. Yes. And I think sometimes in life, with all the different stresses and strains that come mm. in life anyway... Mm you do need those avenues of 100%. escape. Yeah. Yeah. And I think things like, you know, not just watching box sets, but running and, and having hobbies as well, having something that's almost yours, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm. Even if it's just playing football, if it's just mm. making something, it's that place to switch your mind off for a while. Well, yeah. I mean and fact, escape.
3: I was going to say, it's, it's ironic in a way. It, it, it's not running away from your feelings, mm. but, you know, the reason why I basically got involved in it is because I finished university and... I frankly, I probably wasn't at a point where I wanted to confront a lot of stuff, so I started writing about football again, and sort of lo and behold, we're here four years <laughs> yeah. later. But like for me, like I, I will just throw myself into a like a new thing, mm. and like it, you can always describe it as a fad, and but like sometimes they stick, sometimes they don't. Mm. The last f- four, f- well, f- yeah, three months now, it's been American football. Mm. Honestly, I've probably watched more American football and be more involved in that than I have done. Like, actually. apart from apart from Wolves, like I, I'm more keen to I listen to NFL podcasts. I play, I played I played half an hour of Madden before I came here tonight because just the kind of the escapism from mm. that and it being a new and different thing. So I'll play a video game just constantly until I've until I've finish the mm. quest or whatever and that'll just be my focus and all of a sudden it's done and I'll just move on to the next thing mm.
0: gentlemen I want to um, talk a bit more about this before we wrap it up for this episode but I want to go back on the Wolves tangent once again mm. um, and again we we're recording this podcast in a November time uh, Wolves do have a game it's international they do have a game this weekend as recording in Huddersfield so who would like a quiz, gentlemen? Oh, go on. Ben. Before we wrap it <laughs> all up. If we must. Uh Dan, our quiz master, <laughs> has once again sent me a quiz. Alden prompted. Well done, Dan. Yeah.
3: What a man. What a man. <laughs> uh
0: so I'm gonna do the uh quiz. Does he
3: just send you like for, for the middle of the night? Yeah, just, just random <laughs> yeah. quizzes. Dave, just do this one Dave, for me. Dave got a teaser. Uh
0: so it's six questions once again. Uh it's Wolves versus Huddersfield, so if you're uh, listening still, play along at home. See so you get on. Here we go, gentlemen. Uh, the last time Wolves played Huddersfield, we were beaten 1 0 at Molyneux. But who was the only Portuguese player in the Wolves squad that day? I'm going to go
3: for the. Oh, uh, God, I forgot his name. For the fullback, <laughs> um, Silvio. Silvio. Silvio That's also Silvio. saw my
0: answer. I just, yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, the
1: when about was it sorry he doesn't give me a date he doesn't give me a date that's what I'm trying Okay, I don't think it is but just to kind of give a different answer what about Texera? Texera, okay. Andy what are you going for
2: it would have would it have been under Lambert that's what what I'm thinking I think it would have been under Lambert
1: probably I wonder if I'll go with
2: I have a feeling it's Sylvia I think it's under Lambert towards mid Mm. Towards yeah.
0: the end of the season, it was Silvio, gentlemen. Ah. It was Silvio. Yeah. So a point all round for three of the gentlemen here. Next question: The last time Wolves played at Huddersfield, we lost one nil due to a goal by Rajiv. But both uh, both weeks got paid. Van La Parra. <laughs> what a man! Uh, but what shirt number did he wear for Wolves? What shirt number did Van La Parra wear for Wolves? 17? I think
3: seventeen.
0: Remember that day, by the way, when he sent that. Uh, was it a tweet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, great oh, day. That was a straight, straight, straight screenshot. Yeah, yeah, great day. So so who said 17? So I said 17. 17 for one? 17. 17.
2: I can say 17. 17. Was the game. It is 17 as well. It is 17. <laughs> it <laughs> is 17. Uh, Little aside, I went to that game at the. <coughs> I was going
3: uh, oh, yeah. to say Macau Point. What is this? Might be. Might
2: be. I got there and got to Rotherham, stopped off at the services, got me a coffee, got back onto the motorway. Fuck, I've left my ticket at home. Oh. in Rotherham oh. <laughs> so I was like call my mum like, "Mom, can you call Huddersfield to try and get that sorted <laughs> so I ended up having to buy another ticket which was on the front row and it pissed it down oh. yeah. um, and then obviously it was a terrible match and then I got a re- refund on the other ticket when I got back
0: uh, next question the last time Wolves beat Huddersfield was 3-0 thanks to goals from Afobi and Kevin MacDonald but how many goals has Benica Afobi scored for Wolves to date how many goals has the Benwick Man scored for Wolves to date. Oh. I'm not going to go first this time. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna judge the scene. I'm going
2: to go with 26.
0: 26. I'm going for exact here, by the way. I'm not going okay. for nearest. Oh, okay. 30. 30. Ooh. What are you going for, Adam? Ruminating
4: over it. Just Ruminati- calculating. Ruminating again, Cal- as, I, as I always do. <laughs>
0: Carrying the one.
4: Does someone say 30? Mm-hmm.
0: Oops. 31. 31. Oh. 22. 22. Andy was so close. 28. All, oh, all right, sorry. He yeah. 30 so close as well. The okay, so the last time Wolves won at Huddersfield was 4-1 in 2015. Dico, and an own goal from then Huddersfield player Connor Cody. But which former England manager named him captain of the England Under-20 team for the 2013 FIFA Under-20 World Cup? So I see which uh, former England manager named him captain as the England Under-20 team for that World Cup?
2: First team manager.
0: Uh it says
2: which former It's you?
0: former, sorry, for former manager. Okay. Former oh, uh, manager.
4: Hmm. I think I'm gonna say Peter Taylor. Peter Taylor is one hmm. answer.
3: I'm gonna go to Stuart Pierce.
0: Stuart Pierce.
3: Wait, is it former managers and former England manager? It
0: just said which former England manager. You have
4: stated your answer. I've <laughs> always stated. <laughs> it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Peter, Peter Taylor. It's, it's well, locked was in he now. Managing <laughs> England
3: did for a, a- match yeah. today. Yeah. So, so I was, Peter, I was, Peter Taylor, Taylor was oh, just to just to
2: mix it
1: up. I'll still go Peter. Howard
2: Wilkinson. Harold Wilkinson.
1: Yeah, the match didn't. he I, I think he came into it later, but maybe he was in the Southgate. Southgate. Yeah.
0: Someone's took the lead, and that man is Adam. Peter yeah. Taylor oh. was the man. Pissing. Uh, in light of our recent wing-back dilemma, which wing-back for Wolves scored against Huddersfield in a 2-0 away win in February '97? Oh God,
3: Dan Baisley. Um,
0: Straight there with Darren Baisley. He's confident Riches.
3: <laughs> I was five at the time. I don't know why I've got it with such at a attitude. Pardon?
0: At Huddersfield. Uh, it doesn't say. Just which no. wing-back scored for Wolves against Huddersfield in a 2-0 away win. Sorry, oh, yes, away 97. Win, yeah. 97, oh, no, yeah. So. yeah.
4: I was there at that one as well. I
0: think Ooh, I know the answer. he's keeping it to himself. Oh, yeah.
4: Is it to specify right wing back or any wing back? It's, it's just wing which wing back. back. Oh, Okay, ninety-seven. Which is whilst bits it's too cocksure with it's
2: not
1: Moukhamara. Uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> we can yeah. be sure of that. Stu will be checking
2: his fact book <laughs> just yeah. to make sure.
0: So I'm going to hush you for an answer. Hush you, rush you for an answer. Here. I'm just going to say Basley as well. Basley. Right. I think he would have retired
1: by now. I'm going to say Thompson. Thompson?
3: I think it was Steve Froggett
1: it was Steve from no. oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say Adam and Andy I only went for
3: Basie because Dan tweeted from Fancast with Basie earlier and I thought that was going to be stuck <laughs> in his head
0: uh, so Adam and uh, Andy joined here but
1: he was at yeah. yeah. the time it's, but he's more I remember
2: he yeah, yeah. only had three stands at the time it was mm. still being built that
0: way uh, right next question Nuno's opposite number David Wagner made eight international appearances for the US of A which always stumps me that does <laughs> uh, but what position did he play in his career where did he play in his career gentlemen David Wagner In goal. In goal. Centre half. Centre half.
4: I was going to say, yeah, defence, centre. Yeah, centre half. Centre defence. They be right back.
0: Right back. Gentlemen, none of you are right. A striker. Striker. Okay. Banging in the goals.
2: I don't remember who won champ chat manager, to be honest.
0: (laughs) Uh, Right. So, there is a tiebreaker between Adam and Andy. And there is a tiebreaker question, of course. Of course there is. Uh, So, to date, in all competitions between the two clubs, Huddersfield have won 36, Wolves have won 32... How many draws have there been? <laughs> <laughs> Nearest answer, of course, to win the game, or exact, of course, who picks up the...
4: I just need to look at my phone for something completely yeah. different.
3: whole <laughs> um, teams as well. They're both, they've both got a rich and illustrious history, yeah. guys.
0: What are we going for here? Walsall-Disfield draws.
3: 32,
4: 36, and... I don't, know, I don't know why I'm saying those numbers because that could mean absolutely nothing. Yeah, thirty-four. Saying thirty-four
0: draws. Yeah. Okay,
4: thirty-four draws. I would say twenty-nine draws. Twenty-nine draws.
0: Well, the answer, gentlemen, was a staggering. You're not going to believe this. Zero. When I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> fourteen, uh-huh, which right. is Adam this week
3: well
0: on this special well podcast oh. takes the crown. Well done. Well done. I like these quizzes. (laughs) (laughs) Again, if you are a a loyal fancast listener and you have the time, we would like to know who's won the quiz every week so we can make a leaderboard.
3: Also, if you want to suggest a quiz...
0: Yeah. Submit your quizzes. Yeah. New feature.
3: Yeah. I don't know how Dan will feel, but I'm basically basically outsourcing his work. Dan will not be happy. I mean, he has someone to do... Uh, is an yeah. actual job. <laughs> Why not outsource source the
0: quiz as well? <laughs> um, and I want to go back on our topic for this week and kind of uh, the uh, the final bit to wrap up this et- episode, gentlemen. And I think my final bit would be: What would you, if you have advice for someone who perhaps is going through a, uh, a ch- is going through a challenging period at the moment, or someone who perhaps has never experienced it and. Uh, they don't know how to maybe approach someone, or uh, they just don't really understand it as much. What would your advice or your your thing to take away from this show would be for people?
2: There, there's so much help available to people mm. out there. I think if which no matter which boat you're in in that that situation, mm. you know there's there's places you can go to to look at it. There's places like um, Calm, the campaign of living against it's, it's uh, again, living miserably, been, yeah. and then you've got Mind UK. Mm. You know, just give them a call. Or, or I think there's um, yeah. men's health, mental health forum. I think it is, yeah. and they allow that they can contact you via text or by email if you don't want to talk to somebody. If you just want to text them, mm. just go on Google, search. You know, you know, help yeah. for mental health it, issues.
4: There's a wealth of
2: information. There's lots of there. stuff
3: on the NHS website as well. Yeah, answer to it. Yeah, and
4: the NHS. And I mean, even if it comes with Samaritans as well, if it's yeah. if it's, yeah. if it's, it's if you, if don't you don't have to, to that tell people your name or, you,
2: or, you know, you just mm. there are people out there.
4: I mean I mean yeah, it depends on, it all depends on I mean, you it's possible for you to gauge the severity of it yourself. I mean there's there's plenty of place you can start to look at it and even for things like like, just stress as mm. well. Mm. Um I mean, myself, I, I find myself getting stressed very, very easily over uh, over anything, and mm. then it, it renders me incapable of just making simple decisions. Mm. And the way I liken it to sometimes is kind of like in like video game situations where you know you're playing a, a game and like you come to a, a point in the game where you have to make a decision, and you can go one path if you make that yeah, decision, yeah, yeah. another one. Sometimes it's hard for me to even make a simple decision like, decision like that. I want to know the outcomes of both things yeah. before I yeah. pick one. I'm yeah. gonna, at least in the game, I can reload it, reload the save if I don't like what yeah, I'm doing. Yeah. I want to experience both things first before I can pick Well, Sadly, life doesn't have a reload function. Mm. So I, I find it difficult sometimes just to make... I want to know what happens if I do that before I do that. And it's really quite hard for me to, to process that. And just, just sometimes just talking it through with Sarah and my uh, wife-to-be sometimes just can just say just calm down and just i'm sure you know everything's gonna be fine just just pick one you, you feel like you just pick something you pick whatever whatever decision it is that i'm ruminating over just just go with it just think of it think put your rationale behind a single one just just go with it so you've got the things we can all look at online that can mm-hmm. that can help us out and you have your nearest and dearest that can you can open up to and you can you just use mm-hmm. those as much as you can or as much as you wish or as much as you want to mm. in order to help you out with whatever sort of dilemma that you find yourself in or whatever situation you need in order to get some help on mm. Anybody else for
0: any hey, kind of yeah,
1: final no, tidbits? No, just, just, just fine, I think the guys are it, and, and you know, for anyone listening we, we hope it's helped, you know mm. we're, we're just here, just, just a bunch of guys just having a chat and we all go through trials and tribulations and no one's worse or better off than anyone else it is what it is, life can be shit but life can be bloody good as well mm. And it's tough, and, and what works for one might not work for the other, but as the guy said, there's loads of stuff out there. No, uh, know Andy's looked at it. We've all looked at it. There's the MIND website I had a look at this week, mind.org.uk. They're doing A to Z on mental health where they do a breakdown. There's also a contact us now where you can contact someone straight away. So. We just hope that this, this forum helps and you know, people can have a chat should they wish, but there's loads of resources out there so don't be alone, just yeah. have a chat and thanks for listening and if there's any feedback obviously get in touch with the the fan cast and we could, potentially we could always have a chat on a later date and reconvene yeah. should you know yeah. you want us to so we yeah. can
4: always post some of the links from the Twitter page yeah. Yeah. Also on the definitely Twitter yeah. feed yeah. as well can Yeah, we'll
3: we? definitely make sure we drop some of those
1: Rich yeah. any um,
4: thoughts from
3: you? Yeah, in terms of my kind of final ones I think but maybe a bit of an obvious one, particularly to uh, you know um, guys out there, men out there listening. As you know, and I, we know the uh, <laughs> you know the split going to be guys mostly listening. to. Graphic, yeah, um, yeah. You know, but I was going to say it's it's okay to cry. That yeah. that be one of mine. but mm. it, yeah. it's a really hard one, and actually, it, it's <clears> your body wanting to let out that emotion sometimes. Um, you know, it, if you're struggling to find people to talk to, you know, if if you look for your phone book. Especially for you, who you think your close mates are, and you go, I don't think I can talk to them about this. I was going to say you need to reassess that, um, you know, on a, on a friendship level. You know, if I look through mine and go, you know, actually, if you know my close mates, I know I can speak to them if I want to. And I wouldn't want, I wouldn't class them as a close mate if I couldn't. But if there aren't, if you don't have those people in your life, um, you know, I'm, I'm actually really fortunate that I've actually got. A really close-knit of friends and family um, but if you don't there are people out there who you know you might not want to talk to them as well you might want to have someone who's a bit more detached from the situation you know and i completely get that as well like just don't genuinely don't be afraid mm. for it because that that mm. that's the real that's a real kicker um yeah
1: and we're going to win. By the way, the weekend. Yeah, I'm yeah.
4: maybe negative <laughs> about a few things. There's one thing I'm always positive about. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wolves.
0: <laughs> um, just final thing. here. As Ryan mentioned, you know we're we're not experts. We are. No, we just no. use this podcast to kind of talk about this. So, like the guys have mentioned, if you feel like you need to seek out further support and advice, there's so many resources, such as Mind. And the Samaritans as well, and if you, and also contacting your local GP as well mm. to talk to somebody about if you feel like you need any further support as well. Uh, just be, before we really finish off, again, I just want to thank our uh, partners Pixel Yeti Media, who are a fantastic web design company. If you uh, want to find out what they do, go check them out at pixelyetimedia.com. And we're all we're all here on our social media. Just type in Wolves Fancast, and you can find us there. The final thing uh, from this episode and from me is just to say. Whether you're someone who is going through something at the moment and you feel like the weight of the world is on you, or you're somebody who has noticed your friend, it seems a bit quiet lately, or doesn't seem to be the same, there's never been a better time to talk than now. See you next time.